0: Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Will and Page Uncensored podcast. And today we're going to dive into the question that I think a lot of new parents have gone through and that is, are you ready to have kids? And now that we've seen kind of both sides kind of through the period of asking ourselves that question and now having lived through it for the last two and a half years, we want to dive into it and share our experience. So were we ready to have kids?
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know, being where we're at now with three kids under three, um, I don't think we were ready. But at the time, I remember when with when being- Well, pre- we thought we were ready. We thought we were ready. Um, you know, I remember the first time I had that positive pregnancy test with Alfie and thinking like, Oh my goodness! Like we're going to be parents, and this is going to be so much fun. And I, well, you know, we,
0: we thought we were ready to that point because we made the decision to you know go ahead and start trying for a family for, for a sure family. So, for sure. Yeah, we thought we were. We thought we were ready. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, we went through um, you know kind of you know we asked this question of ourselves for a long time, Paige and I. How long have we been together before we even started trying?
1: A long time. Um, so twenty
0: fifteen. So yeah, nine eight, years. Yeah,
1: eight nine years before.
0: And, and we
1: had done we had done it very traditionally. We had bought a house, we got a dog, well, our neighbors we got made, engaged. Our neighbors
0: made fun of us when we moved in. They're like, so you guys have the house, where's, where's, where's the pet? And we're like, "Oh, well, we don't have a pet yet. <laughs> so we... We are still evolving. We were a we year in, we were a year in, then we got the dog, and we're like, okay, well, we've got the dog. And then we had him for a year, like, well, he's still alive, so <laughs> I think we should be okay, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but. it was a good trial run. <laughs> Um, But yeah, you know, our family was still evolving at that time. And uh, so, you know, we, Will and I had talked about it and we talked about deciding to start a family and we thought we were ready. And, um, you know, you can only do so much to, to kind of prep for a child. You can get all the, the little knickknacks that you need for a baby and the bed and set up the nursery and all that kind of stuff. And
0: we had done everything. You know, we, we've we got, it's actually pretty cool. We have a, like, Lion King Themed room for Alfie. There's actually um, like Rafiki's tree on the one wall with are painted in the middle. It's kind of neat. Yeah. My mom um, and
1: a, my mom and her friend uh, painted this big mural or big tree up on the wall with leaves and everything. And it takes up one of the, the walls in the room. It's really, really cool. Um, but I had that thing set up. The, and I was the, like, what, five months pregnant and it was like fully ready for Alfie to come. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the twins are still half painted. <laughs> the year, they've been here a year and a half. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely all the attention goes to the first child.
1: Funny. I said that. I said that to mom the other day. I said, you know, um, I still need to finish the nursery and <laughs> she laughed at me because they're 16 months old. <laughs> yeah. Pretty. It'll just become a little boys' room rather than a nursery at this point because there's no point going back. So
0: <laughs> But
1: um But, but we had
0: gone to the classes, you know, we had the nursery set up, we went to the classes, you know. Um we did
1: everything that we could potentially prepare for to have a baby. Um and I
0: think to be fair, we probably um, you know, felt like we were Pretty ready for Alfie, and even once he kind of showed up, and it was it was no more classes. There's no more, you know, thinking about it. It was just it's just doing it, just all reactive, right?
1: Do you remember what you were thinking when you when we left the hospital that day, and when we were going home, and you were like, okay, we're in charge. <laughs> like, there's no more nurses. There's no more doctors. It's just us.
0: Well, I remember being told um by a bunch of guys like they'll and they said to me, "You'll never drive as, drive as slow." as you will in your life when you go home with your first child and you know what? I didn't have that sense of, you know, fear. And that and,
1: precious cargo feeling. Yeah. That
0: precious cargo feeling. I mean, it was, um, but you know, I'd been told that so many times and I was just kind of waiting for it and then it just never happened. So that was kind of a bit of a, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, um, anticlimax. but I don't know what I was thinking. Just, I I've reacted to most things in my life. I, you know, when things like that come up so it's just a case you know he's here and we just
1: we just do what we gotta we do we just go
0: we just yeah. do it right yeah um, like we take
1: like we've done everything in life <laughs> you know
0: we, we thought we were pretty ready and we just yeah we just whatever it was just a case of he cried so right we kind of went through the three stages right is he hungry no <laughs> Is he have a dirty diaper? No. Well, then he might be tired. Exactly. And we just kind of kept going through that, which helped us a lot.
1: Yeah, I think keeping those those three things in mind definitely definitely helped for sure. What so, were your
0: feelings that day? Going like,
1: um, I you know I felt quite confident leaving the hospital that day, knowing because I had I had a was it three or four days that we were in hospital with Alfie? Can you remember? Oh, I can't. I want to say it's now. four because we were we were there for three, and then they said if you're feeling more comfortable you could stay in extra I think we were there for four
0: was he born on a Thursday and
1: yeah he was born on a Thursday oh no we were only there three because he came home on a Sunday
0: born Friday morning we went in Thursday I think
1: right yeah. Anyways, um, so whatever it was, three or four days in the hospital, I was feeling quite confident because, you know, every, you know, couple of hours I had the nurse come in and help me breastfeed. Um, I had them, you know, you know, if the if Alfie was crying, they offered to take Alfie out of the room for a little bit to help me get some sleep. So um, it was, it was really nice having those those extra hands at the hospital. I think coming home, I was just kind of like, okay, like, it, he was really our only focus, right? Yeah. So it was easy to put all of our energy into him. And
0: Well, we've been preparing for that moment for really like eight, almost two years, really, from the time we were like, okay, hey, let's start having a family to, you Actually know... Actually getting pregnant that, and having the baby. Ha- yeah, but having the baby and bringing him home. You know, we'd been building to that day for so long.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And...
1: I think um, I was just so excited. My I think my feelings were pure excitement, just coming home and being like, I now have the family that I've always wanted, because what maybe most of you guys don't know about me is I've wanted to have a family. I've wanted to be a mom since I was probably, I don't know, 10 years old, you know, like dressing up my dolls and my Barbies as a little girl. I was going to say, and the
0: impression <laughs> that I get, Paige was, was you know, after talking to her parents, that. was like, you know, that child that played with dolls and was... Nothing but, you know.
1: Yeah, my Barbies were having weddings and then having babies and buying, you know, getting a dog and having a family. That's the theme that, you know, I would play when I was playing with my Barbies. So that was always, you know, when having Alfie, it was like checking, almost like checking off something off my bucket list. I was like, family, woo, like I've done it, right? So um, I think for me it was pure excitement just coming home.
0: I had more excitement, I think, because I actually with Alfie, I didn't even spend a single night in the hospital. Um Paige and I went into it with the process, the thought process of you know we're both brand new at this We, you know hear a lot of stories about you know parents getting frustrated when they can't get the kids to go to sleep and stuff like that so we kind of you know lent on the hospital a little bit I guess for kind of that support just so you know Paige had to deal with Alfie through the night most of the time and the night, I'd come in and I'd be fresh and you know Awake him, you know. Be prepared to look after him while you could catch some sleep as well in between, you know, feeds and stuff. So, and mm-hmm. um, we tried to approach it in, I don't know, a sensible manner. Or yeah, a very a sensible traditional, manner. planned manner that we do things in. But yeah,
1: for sure. And you know, I think that's super important, and and I really give you credit for bringing that up because. I, you know, I well, think how there's.
0: Many, how many sets of parents did we see in?
1: That looks so like tired. Like at nine
0: o'clock the next morning, I'd walk in, I'd be like bright eyed, Bridget tailed, you mm-hmm. know, feeling awesome. And mm-hmm. I'd see, you know, these two parents both of them looking like they're about to you know looking half dead
1: yeah definitely no I think it's really good that you bring it up because um I think there's a lot of mums out there and I'm not I'm not trying to criticize mums but these brand new mums that have this like anxiety and and I and I know why they get that anxiety because you're in like the most vulnerable state like you just had a baby like an hour ago or a few hours ago and it's coming to that time where your husband's you know coached you through your whole entire labor have been there for however many hours it's been and they need to go and rest as well and uh, you know, for like Will had mentioned, we really wanted to look at it as a sensible manner because and I'm really glad we did because I remember there was one morning that I was up with Elfie like all night long. Will I had gone that home. Because
0: I walked in <laughs> and I walked in like skipping and hopping, like with a huge smile on my face. I walked into the room and I was like, Okay, time to not be smiling anymore. Cause <laughs> yeah. so I could just tell that things He'd were come not- in
1: with like <laughs> breakfast and like hot coffee, and you're like, Good morning, after he had gone home and slept for eight, nine hours and um the problem was is that you know i had a i had a feed with alfie at like 330 and then at like quarter to five a nurse came in to take my blood and then breakfast showed up at six and then Will showed up at 7 30 and and Alfie had a feed in the middle of all that as well too so I had been up like all night long and uh but, that, but it I was know, so that's... great Will came in with full energy and he like scooped Alfie up and he went with the nurse and he went down to kind of a little like visiting area and fed Alfie and took Alfie away and I got a couple hours of sleep so it worked our plan worked out it yeah, really no, showed it, that it worked, it worked out because you yeah. came in with Full energy and you were good to go and I was allowed to have some time to bar up
0: (laughs) and you know the hospital they were you know they were great with Alfie with our you know with our first one almost to the point where it's almost a bit overbearing because like okay this you know we are going to be taking him home in a couple days (laughs) let us take care of our own kid, which Mm -hmm. you know let
1: us try and figure it out a bit
0: not trying to be critical but it's a case of we're not going to kill him like it's okay (laughs) yeah and then but then when we had the twins how that had changed totally um I mean we were in for half the amount of time got like zero attention yeah um
1: well our baby our baby spent a couple days in NICU so they got a lot of attention while they were there um but once they got released back to NICU like I don't know I, I definitely think that nurses and doctors at the hospital can see Um, who are new parents and who are like second time or third time or fourth time parents. Deer
0: deer in the headlights? Deer in the headlights,
1: yeah. Because these guys, like the nurse was literally like, oh, you have like a a 15-month-old at home? Okay, you're totally fine. You're good to go. Here's your babies. Go home. And we were like, oh. (laughs) Do you remember that? When she was just like, yeah, "Yeah, you can go. You're good. You're fine. You guys are good. And we were like, oh, okay. You trust us with two of them?
0: (laughs) And they were so little.
1: And they were so little. So – um, our twins, Arthur was our littlest one and he was four pounds, nine ounces. And Archie was our, our baby A. He was a little bit bigger. He was five pounds, uh, 15 ounces, right?
0: He's still bigger.
1: Yeah. He is still, he's still, he's the chunky one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, you know, like kind of coming up to where we are today with one, two and a half year old and two 16 month olds. Well, I,
0: I, I want to say that, you know, we had Alfie and everything was awesome when we were ready and then you're pregnant with the twins and we didn't do any classes.
1: No, you know, we didn't we do didn't any do... we kinda of had we ran out of time. We felt because things just that pregnancy excelled because we didn't know well, we yeah, were having not
0: just you were having twins. There's so much went on in that nine month period. we just didn't have the time to go to the classes and do mm-hmm. all this other stuff. But I think there was a little bit of a sense of, you know, we kind of know what we're doing at this point. But what we didn't really consider was the Alfie factor. Right. Because he was here and, you know, when Alfie showed up, there was no one else here. He wasn't replacing anybody. Right. And not that the twins replaced Alfie, but they, you know...
1: Kind of took over. (laughs) Alfie,
0: having him to look after at such a young age, it added that extra element where... We weren't prepared, so kind of going back to answering our question of, you know, were we ready to have kids? Yes, we were ready for our first one, but we weren't ready for the next two.
1: Yeah, we weren't ready for the kind of instant family explosion we ended up having when we had the twins. No. You know, because it just it excelled the process. We had just kind of I had just I had to quit breastfeeding Alfie because I became pregnant with the twins. Well, and then turned, like
0: it turned one baby into triplets, essentially. Kind
1: of, yeah. Like it was just it was kind of just an explosion, you know. Alfie was he he could feed himself and he could, you know, drink from a cup and stuff like that. But we were back to the every hour and a half to two hour feeds with the brand new babies, and then you know, Alfie in the middle of it all, and it was it was just really crazy. And well, it is still really crazy. <laughs> yeah, I say it's not stopped. Yet. Yeah, it's just like a new kind of crazy. Now everyone's running around and screaming.
0: <laughs> so, if you had advice for someone who's looking to have kids or are worried about if they're ready or not, you know, what would you what would you say to them? You know, I know what I'd say, but I want to know what you. Yeah, you'd
1: say. I think you know. I think my biggest resource is. Um, or my, my advice is to use the resources around you. Um, Talk to lots of other moms, you know, talk to other moms and let them tell, share their stories. Um, I've, I've heard some of the funniest, craziest um, stories ever from some moms. And, you know, once you start talking to some other moms, especially once you have the baby, you start to realize that the crazy world that you think you created isn't so crazy and that there is other people that go through it. So definitely using your resources around you, I think is one of my biggest advices. Um, Join some mom clubs, um, get out there, you know, get around other babies, see what other babies are like too. All of a sudden you'll realize that maybe your baby that does this crazy thing isn't so crazy and all the other babies do it too. So using your resources, I think is definitely my biggest advice. Hmm. What's your biggest advice?
0: Well, honestly, I think if you are if you ask, if you're the type of person that's going to ask yourself that question, I think you've already qualified yourself because you're already being conscientious enough to, you know, to think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do things in life without really kind of thinking about it. So if yeah, if you have that kind of question rolling around, I think, I think you'll be just fine because you are you're already looking for answers. Right. And I think what we found. You know, through our, you know, first part of our journey in parenting is every day we're looking for new answers because every single day something new seems to get thrown at us, right? Yeah, so.
1: definitely. And, and that's the thing is that every every day is a brand new day for me as a mom and for Will as a dad because Alfie does new things every single day and he's teaching us and he's helping us guide. And, and then, you know, when the twins start to do something, we're like, okay, we remember this when, you know, Alfie used to do this and we're kind of a bit more prepared for situations like that. But Alfie will throw us for new loops all the time.
0: Well, right now, Alfie's... You know he's got a bunch of words not a lot but the other two are trying to talk starting to talk as well mm-hmm. and how like Alfie started to talk compared to like Artie started to talk is two they're two do- totally different sounds so um and I think that's our challenge right now. Is you know, with Alfie especially, he knows what he's saying to us when he wants something, but we don't know. And then he gets super frustrated when we don't right. grasp what he wants. Right. Right. And that is kind of a big struggle for us because short of learning um, baby garble, baby garble, which <laughs> is different for every single kid, it's impossible to know. So definitely, um, you know, I don't. We this. It's not that it's we weren't ready for this, but it's definitely been. It's been tougher. I mean, would you say, you know, being a mom is being tougher than you ever thought it would be? Oh,
1: yeah. It's like, it's honestly one of the most difficult jobs I think I've ever had to do. Um, You know, kind of like I had mentioned, going back to being a child and thinking, you know, playing with my dolls and my Barbies. Well, my dolls and my Barbies never cried and they never said no to me and they never yelled and screamed. They never threw anything at me. They never spread poop all over the place. My dolls and my Barbies were like the, the perfect little you know, babies to have. Um, you washed
0: them and combed their yeah, hair. Yeah, you washed and
1: combed their hair <laughs> and that's what it was, right? Like, in my mind, being a mom was like, you know, all these coos and smiles, but I didn't realize that, you know, there's there's a tougher side of it and the amount of pressure that comes um, – and. I'm really good at putting pressure on myself and I think we'll, we'll, we're pretty good at doing that, but um, just the pressure to be a good mom and to be a good parent to these three little kids is enormous, is absolutely enormous. And I never, I never expected that pressure. So I think that's probably one of been one of my biggest challenges is just to know, like to kind of reassure myself that I am doing a good job and I'm doing the best job that I can for my kids. And, um, but it's definitely been a lot harder than <laughs> than I ever thought it was.
0: Well, I think what we struggle rewarding. With most... Well, yeah, I going to say... It's hugely I'm, rewarding. The flip like, side, it's super rewarding. It's fantastic.
1: I don't want to say parenting is the worst thing ever. It's absolutely fantastic. But there is definitely a, a flip side to it as well that I didn't expect.
0: <laughs> and that might be couple-specific for us because, Maybe. you know, good for us is never good enough. You know, we are always, you know, we hit hit one mark and then we're looking for the next one already you know we're just always looking to you know better ourselves move forward in life which a lot of people don't which don't get me started on that <laughs> that, that might be a
1: whole another podcast I <laughs> could be a whole another
0: series altogether so um but I don't know we wanted to kind of share this with you guys um it's been it's been a hell of a ride for us already mm-hmm. um parenting and we could talk about it forever, but it, it really, you know, being prepared for it is it's all you can do. I mean you can only prepare for so much. You just never know what's you know what's gonna come around the corner at you when it comes to your kids. So
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um but please reach out to us if you have any questions because you know, we love to help people. I know pages. Dying to help some new moms out there because, you know, what we've been through. Yeah. Right.
1: And it's so, fr- you know, everything from a brand new baby until where I am right now is so fresh in my head because it only happens, you know, I, I had Alfie in 2016. I had the twins in 2018. So all of this is like super fresh. Um, I've only, you know, quit breastfeeding the twins at Christmas time last year. So it's all, it's only, you know, six months behind and I'm still living. The to- living the toddler life, now <laughs> Yeah. And
0: what, and what we say about what we do, you know, we're not saying it's right or, you know, it's wrong. We'll have people that disagree with us, but that's fine because, you know, we understand that, you know, every kid is different. Every you know, kid is
1: different. Every parent is different. Every, every family is different. Is different. Um, you have to figure out what works for you. We're well, just you sharing all, our story. <laughs> all the different kinds
0: of parents, which I didn't realize. It was like helicopter parents, which I had no idea where that. Oh was. yeah! And when then- you learned
1: to, when Will learned about helicopter parents, he came into the kitchen one day and he was like what the heck is a helicopter parent? (laughs) And so I explained to him that it was a parent that hovered over their children and, you know, made sure they didn't get hurt, didn't get into anything bad, Um, literally just hovered over them all the time. And Will's like, I had no idea that this even existed. It was the funniest thing.
0: (laughs) Which if that's, you know, if that's the way we don't do that, we are very much, um, I don't know if we've kind of had it forced on us a little bit because we're outnumbered, but, you know, we very (laughs) much kind of let our kids go – let them, you know, let them get cuts and bruises, you know, let them, you know, fall down a couple steps. You know, it's not it's not that we're neglecting our kids, but we're letting them learn from their own mistakes. Um, I didn't want my kids to, you know, start thinking kid, uh, stairs were a safe place because I was always there to catch them. I wanted them to make those, you know, falls a couple of times They're like, oh, if I step off here, I'm going to tumble down. It might hurt a little bit. Right. So um, I know that's our view on it. People are definitely going to disagree with that. And I don't, you know, that's it. That's the beauty of the world. We all get to make our own choices. So. Exactly. Um, but guys, I think we're going to end it there. Yeah, um, I think it's. You know, like we said, please reach out to us. Um, you know, come to our Facebook page, Will and Paige Douglas, to come and see, you know, come and see a visual um, representative of our, of our life and come see what we're doing. Come check us out and uh, yeah please you know send us some messages in the inbox if you want to have us you know discuss a topic on here you know please please reach out and let us know we'd love to um we'd love to learn more because we're all about research and you know being better people yeah it'd so. be
1: fun to do like a q a
0: absolutely yeah, yeah it'd be really sure. great so
1: yeah send us messages give us ideas um a- ask us questions and we'll maybe set up a q a in the future
0: okay awesome guys we will talk to you soon see you on the next one
1: bye guys